You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. As we bring in the new year, we're all getting back to normal here on this Monday, and uh, I am ex- very excited today. Um, this this episode was actually supposed to be released in the midweek uh, last week. Unfortunately, I got a little sick, uh, came down with the uh, coronavirus, as a lot of people did during the holiday season. All is good now. Went through the house. Everyone's good. Um, I hope everyone else is staying safe out there as well. Uh, I mean, this thing's going around, but hey, it looks like we're, uh, we're getting on the uh, up and up on it. So that's, that's all very great news. Um, this this uh, episode, as I said, was supposed to come out last week. It's a season recap, uh, second half of it rather. And uh, it's been a lot of fun looking back on season three, which happened last year. And as we start to gear up, uh, for season four of Drinks with Johnny, we'll be coming to you guys in the next few weeks. Got a few more best ofs we're going to be putting together for you here um, and just pushing along. I'm exceptionally happy this Monday morning because yesterday I got to watch the Las Vegas Raiders, my Las Vegas Raiders, come within one win away from making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. So I'm, a, I'm in a very happy, happy Monday mood. Um, so yeah, we're getting, as I said, we're getting geared up for season four here, guys. So make sure you're subscribed and uh, go find our YouTube channel, find us everywhere on social media, all those wonderful things. And uh, another really cool thing you can do is head over to drinkswithgiant.com and become a filthy animal. That's our members only club where uh, you have access to our Discord, um, some bonus content, and this episode and many others early and ad-free. That's right. So uh, go to drinkswithgiant.com, find the member section, and you can find a way to sign up and uh, get all those wonderful, wonderful perks. As I, and uh, going forward with this episode, it's the second half um, of the recap I did with our director, Brandon Lombardo, and producer, Sam Hawkins. We had an absolute fun time kicking it back, having some drinks, having some laughs, and sharing our favorite moments and some behind-the-scenes uh, ideas rather that uh, came through in season three uh, we have so much in store for season four I'm so excited I'm having so much fun doing this now guys like I mean I guess it's always been a fun project for me for me I mean my band Avenged Sevenfold uh, has been off the road for about almost coming up on four years now and this has been definitely something that has uh, kept me going through it and uh, I've, I've had an absolute blast getting to meet some new people and make friends you know it's uh i'm a pretty friendly person and i I like to make new friends when i can so uh here's a little bit more of the part two recap of season three 
drinks with Johnny. Um, I like, like to guess. This is a different one. I like to guess that Smoke. Yeah. In particular, like Doug, like Doug Godfather. Benson. Doug Benson. Ooh, Godfather. 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 Godfather was, that was phenomenal, dude. Like, at first I was like, Godfather, all right, that might be cool. But, dude, the conversation was fucking awesome. Just oh, realized. stories were amazing. Yeah, how long he's been around and, like, the stories that he has. Yeah. Fucking great, man. I got to transition when we're done with this. Don't let don't let us change guests till I do my transition. Let's keep going. <laughs> Could you just set up a segue? Like yeah. that? Well, because you did that awesome oh, so segue. I was like, Fuck, I just remembered my last segment. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Bush League. Oh. Anyway, right? yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> Sorry, what uh, I was going to say about it, I, I said it on the, the last podcast that I, when I was putting it together too, I saw afterward that like some big wrestling magazine picked up another article with uh, Godfather talking about how he can't ride with uh, The Rock anymore in, in cars and on stuff. On B-Reels. He talked about on B-Reels podcast. Yeah. And I was like, hey, that motherfucker shared that story on my podcast first before he got picked up with all this syndication and <laughs> yeah. shit. But no, I, I, I'm obviously teasing. Having Godfather on was... Uh, as a child who grew up watching him as Papa Shango all the way to comma. And then of course the favorite uh, hoe train now, now the smoke train with the smoke train, the Godfather. So good. Just such, such great characters. Um, such an inspirational uh, wrestler and just guy. Like he's just like, he's just a happy dude now. Like, it's just so great to see. He's just like, he's just living his best life this many years later. And, uh, it's really cool. And, and I actually, funny story on that one. I got in trouble because that was Mother's Day or it was our, we were celebrating Mother's Day that day. And after getting high with him and then taking a couple of shots of, of Jack Daniels, I then was like, I was on cloud nine. I talked to one of my childhood heroes. I was feeling like a kid inside, you know, having a good time. I was so happy. We go to the staycation that we're going to do for Mother's Day with the family and take Lacey and, and my mother-in-law out to a nice dinner. And uh, I then continued to drink, obviously, at dinner and then like got way too wasted, ended up like wrestling with Frankie until he cried. <laughs> Was there any other wrestling other than that? By the way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually I mean, you, anyone that roughhouses knows you roughhouse yeah. until someone gets hurt. That's just like yeah. how it happens. <laughs> True. Yeah, I watched like, Sam. Oh, someone cried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam, remember when you dropped Frankie on his head? Me? Yeah. I was there no. for that one. It was, I forget what episode we were filming, but you had like Frankie by his ankle and he dropped one on his head. And I was like, oh. Well, I don't think I just did this. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Yeah. You're you vicious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we could li- release this part of the podcast. It just sounds like we're fucking child abusers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids love us, though. We just break each other's kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, fuck, I fucked up your son quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he talked about the rock and yeah. speaking of the rock that was a horrible transition by the way <laughs> <Yes>. uh <laughs> makes it even worse that you keep calling it a transition yeah, but, yeah. yeah. That's what I do, it's man. always a good transition when you address it yeah. <laughs> so, it's like <laughs> when you have to explain a joke after you've told it that was why my, it's funny that's been one of my favorite things i think i don't think you do it anymore but john would be like oh i have a great segue it's like no just say it just, just say the segue <laughs> No, I do. I do still say it because I'd like to pat myself on the back while I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, that is pretty good. <laughs> oh, that story with uh, the Godfather about the Rock was great. 
By the way, that reminds me of uh, Tech Nine had that song with The Rock as well. Mm. Yeah, Tech Nine, our, other, our first guest from the hip-hop world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was a proper guest. I mean, we, as we were talking about JPEG Mafia before, he was on the show for part of like some shenanigans, but like having a real one-to-one, which we should get JPEG on, by the way, yeah. next season. Yes. But uh, the Tech Nine stuff was so cool because going back, as a fan of Tech Nine from years ago, I mean, when you think about how long he's been in the industry and what he's accomplished, who he's collabed with, everything and everything in between is just like, and he's such a good dude. He was he was a lot of fun to hang out with and talk with, and uh, he was very complimentary. He's always been complimentary about my band, which makes me like him even more, of course. And uh, <laughs> but it was it was really fun to have that conversation with him. We got into some real stuff, but then he also like. He opened my eyes to what his style of hip hop was because I love his style. It's, uh, I, it's very akin to, you know, Busta Rhymes, one of my all time favorites. And he explained to me where that comes from. This is a Jamaican uh, Cheers. And I was like, I had no idea what I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't either. That was yeah. so enlightening to me. Yeah. And he's like, it's just that style. Then you see him t- talking about it and stuff. And, and then, of course, him talking, uh, having the song with The Rock. Um, and he's like, no, I just. I knew he could do it from from doing a "You're Welcome" on Moana. I knew he could handle it. I like to imagine that that's who it is. It's it's uh, it's Maui doing that Maui? rap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> so I'm sure someone someone cut something with Moana with rapping that part where he's saying "fuck" and all that. <laughs> what is, what, yeah. What does he call him in a uh, uh, Big Uso? Right. Big Uso. Big Uso. Yeah, because it's, it's his, uh, you know, Hawaiian, his Hawaiian big man rap uh, or hip hop name, I guess now. So it's pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> that was a cool I can't wait. I can't wait to get The Rock on the show. It's uh, going to happen one day. We're going to manifest it till it yes, happens. Yes. Him and Stone Cold. Like those are your two oh, yeah, like, top to, to drinking be. wrestling guests. We should yeah. have them both on at the same time and have tequila and broken skull beer. Wow. Wow. Get real messed up. You'd die the next day. That would be like the, your best day <laughs> ever. I'd die happy. I would yeah. die happy. Yeah. <laughs> man. I think those two like, after Undertaker is a top three too, man. Do some whiskey oh, with him. Taker Taker would be a lot of fun, man. I would love to talk with Taker. Especially after be- after getting some of the stories from like Jake the Snake uh, about him. Godfather's obviously good friends with them. We talked a little bit about that with them. Like, we already had a couple of your friends, Taker. Let's do this. You mm-hmm. know, let's go. <laughs> So speaking of friends, uh, who after the after just keep it going. This is good segue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good segue, Sam. Can we just call this yeah, the just segue like Jim episode? We're still talking about Jim Florentine. Uh, uh, EC three, dude. I mean, I don't oh, know if he knows, but we caught a little bit at the end of him saying that was really fucking cool, and uh, and it was really fucking cool. Him and JC coming on. Uh, I personally, you guys are the wrestling fans. I didn't really know who he was, but man made a fan out of me the way he was talking. It was, it was pretty good. I mean, he knows, he knows the business. He's been around it. That's why. And that's why he's, and he's honest. Controlling, like, no yeah, one he's, talks like that. No, he controls. That's the, that's where the controlling the narrative comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what he's like, I could go to any number one of these other factions after I was released from WWE. He said, fuck it. I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it different. And he's, and he's doing great. I mean, he's got Braun Strowman, uh, Adam share coming in on that, you know, and he kind of broke the news in some ways on our, on our episode, you know, it was another, that was another cool thing that like he alluded to. And then JC sent us stuff before they actually announced that Adam was going over there to do film some stuff. That's the cool thing about what control the narrative is though, too. Right. It's not a, 
a contractual kind of vibe or anything like that. It's like these wrestlers come in, like Matt Cordona mm-hmm. come in and they do something like just a one-off with 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 uh, with EC, and then it's like and then they move on and do another control your narrative pay-per-view and it's, and and it's cinematic that's what i love about it too they do a cinematic style it's not just like an action wrestling sports uh you know match it's it's different it's cool they they just came on uh, i don't know if you watched it john ring of honor did their last pay-per-view they're going on hiatus i don't know if what's happening there but oh no i didn't hear about that yeah so ec3 was in a match and then he brought out like the freedom narrative crew and they they did like a whole angle there and you know adam came out as titan and it was a cool little thing and now they're teasing um another free the narrative with uh carrying cross kevin cross or killer cross from impact wrestling which i think would be really fucking cool love it mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to have him back on talking about it. oh also speaking of ec3 he's also uh a network uh, friend now. He's on the same network. He's, He's on, on the, the network. Team. That's right. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. Well, David Lay, who, uh, who set up the who set up the thing. Yeah, David Lay, our, our friend over at STM, um, uh, set that up, and then obviously now he's got his podcast on the same network. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We need to have like a. <laughs> we, need, we need to like a. Go ahead. What? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, we should, like, we should, look at the face I just made. Why did I make that face? Go ahead. Oh, you make a lot of weird faces, and I screenshot a lot of them, and I save them on my computer. (laughs) Um, Literally, you were making one earlier. I'm like, that's the same one from that meme that we had. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, they're on the same network as as us, so that makes us media mates, right, John? (laughs) (laughs) Good transit. Now, that's a transition. (laughs) Flame on fire. Flame on fire. Fame Fame on on fire fire boomered me. Did they ever make you feel older? Like, was there ever a guest that made you feel older than they did? No, absolutely. I thought Nice made me feel old last season, but like, Fame on Fire definitely made me feel real fucking old. (laughs) Because I stumbled, I just, I do what I normally do. I kind of stumbled on my thought a little bit. Like, of course, I know you don't say fucking media mates. Like, that's not a thing. (laughs) I think they said, oh, that's cute afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. They made fun of me pretty good. Uh, To be honest, like, I, didn't know a lot about them before they came on the show and uh, I listened to a little bit of their, of their new album and I was like, okay, cool. Like I knew you guys as a cover band. I didn't know you've actually had your own shit and it was pretty good. And I was like, this is fucking cool. And they hop in and I was like, all right, I have no idea what the, how this conversation is going to go. I've never met these guys. Don't know much about them other than they're on hopeless records and events used to be on. And uh, we'll see where this conversation goes. And they started drinking like white trashy drinks, like right there. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a great time. Like, what was it? It was like, it was vodka and something. I don't remember. It wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't like a high quality cocktail or anything like that. Like, I'm pretty sure you held up with like a plastic jug of vodka. (laughs) Like, I was like, these guys know how to party. So it was, it was, it was a lot of fun, honestly, having to chat with them because they did bust my balls, which I loved because. Not a lot of the guests feel comfortable sometimes, I feel like. I always start off before I hit the record button. Like, you could throw anything back to me, like anything you want. Like, it's more of a conversation, not an interview. If we can make it that way, I, I prefer it that way. It's rare that, that, that I'll actually get someone to throw some stuff back at me because it's kind of like until they start getting a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, just throw it back. And that's, that goes back to all the fucking comments of people saying, Don't, stop interrupting, stop interrupting. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Trying to have a fucking conversation with this person. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. They don't get it. But you yeah. had some good conversations, man. Like the guests that you know or that you have a rapport with, I feel like are some of the best episodes because it just comes off so natural. Like when you had the twins on, like fucking uh, that dude. Was season, that that was a season. That was stellar, dude. That was so good. So good. I loved having them. Of course, my family, best friends in the world. Like 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> and who, whoever doesn't pay for the bonus, you need to pay for the bonus to see the gift exchange uh, in true family fashion, like taboo family <laughs> fashion. <laughs> Uh, the Taboo family, isn't that a website, <laughs> Sam, that you're subscribed to? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. Uh, Not that I look at porn sites, but side note here. Why does everything have to be brother and sister? Like, everything has to. Like, what do you mean? Not everything. That's, that, I think that's just your searches. Yeah, what are you no, talking about? <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. It's 2021. I don't see that much brother and sister stuff. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Ads these days are very tailored to this specific user. There, so, um, yeah, there's an algorithm. I use web free stuff. I mean, when I hear it's that, that's how you use it. So. No, that know. is what you're supposed. I mean, right now it is the it is the safest way to yeah. go. Anyways, back to that <laughs> episode. Lot, it was amazing asshole. though to like have it um, and have them. You know, I was really happy to have two of my friends on, obviously, and talk about some behind the scenes stuff for a lot of the Avenge fans, as well as sh- showcase just how badass these girls are. Like mm-hmm. the what they've done, where they've come from, and having that company sailing, which is still. I mean. Even from now, since that episode to now, St. Owen's stock is just keep going up. I mean, like they're they're creating new stuff all the time and and really working on it tirelessly. And it's it's really really amazing to see um, them venture out and do their own thing. Um, and it's really it's really fucking cool. And I was really happy to have them on and share some drinks and play a little who's the better twin game. That was a lot of fun. I don't know. It was just and then and then the real cool part about that is right after that. We had the families over. Our kids are downstairs playing while we're doing the episode, and then we finish it off and have, go downstairs and have dinner and just party like we usually do at each other's houses, which was, of course, made it a very special episode for me. That was really cool. And they're just the nicest ladies like to everybody. You know what I mean? They're like, they don't play any games. Just anyone who goes up, I mean. Unless, like until they talk, you cross them. Until you cross them. Like, I, yeah, the exactly. Holiday, like, we learned that. We learned that. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. But speaking of good relationships, too, and conversations of uh, some guests that I didn't expect to go as well as they did. One was Brantley Gilbert, which was was an odd one, but I think you guys had a great rapport. But the one that really hit me off was... Hit me off? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, Not a term. It is now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, was uh, the Spencer, man. That one was fantastic. And I think we've all become the biggest fans of Ice Nine Kills off that new album like i had heard about them i thought they were kind of gimmicky i didn't to be fair i didn't give them a chance to look into it but that album it was amazing and then john johnny and i we were watching all the videos that he made and if you guys haven't checked out check those out for mm-hmm. this new album they're amazing dude i don't know dude, I, I just i love american psycho so that song on the album and the video that accompanies it is so fucking awesome and then having that little bit in there where they kind of mimic the huey lewis and the news 
Oh, dude. With, so with, Jaco- with, with Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Yeah. Lake, yeah. Another, another friend. So, yeah, it's, it's, so fucking good. Season yeah. four uh, guest. Season four yeah. guest. There will be a season four guest. But yeah, it was, I mean, not knowing Spencer, but being such a big fan of that album. Like, I remember I listened to, I was listening to Octane driving around one day. Uh, Ice Nine Kill song comes on from their previous album. Uh, I think it was Thanks, Thank God It's Friday or something about Friday the 13th. It's a, it's a song about uh, uh, Jason Voorhees and Friday the 13th, obviously. And I was like, we were, and this was when we were still trying to figure out what a Halloween episode was going to look like this year or this season. And I was like, well, they have like the whole horror themed out thing. Even if I don't really like the music, I could fucking, I could get behind this. And like, I'm sure we could have a conversation that's revolving more about Halloween and horror. And uh, Sam reaches out and gets a pretty quick response that Spencer's down to do the show. So it's like, cool. Shout out to Charlie for helping us out. Charlie Besser, good friend of the show. Uh, just picked up a rad Death Club, uh, Death Bat Club NFT, by the way, too. She got she got a pretty rad one. Um, anyways, I digress. Uh, so I, I was like, cool, we're going to do this. And then I go listen to the new record. Uh, and it is by far, no shit, my favorite hard rock record of the last 10 years. Um, everything about it, like the, the imagery it paints, even when you're listening, you, you were talking about the videos. The videos are amazing, too, but even mm-hmm. just listening... The imagery that they that they're able to, I love theatrical music. I love Sparks. I love Queen. I love all the. I, I love Oingo Boingo for those reasons. When you can paint a picture with the music, and I think that's fucking that's something that they do very well on this new record. And they even poke fun of it ourselves. Like you go back to the uh, American Psycho song, where he's like, "They were a little too seen for me." Before, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. the new record is a cut above the uh, rest. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, come on, man, that's brilliant. It's like, so you, good. You know, you call yourself out on that. And then, uh, yeah, I was, we, we talked to Spencer quite a bit now. I can't wait till we our paths cross again, because my first love for, for the band was the music and then getting to know Spencer a little bit and having that conversation where, you know, we share a lot of, uh, common interests, to be honest, like in horror movies in movies in general, you can tell that guy just really loves movies as much as I do. You guys know me better than a lot of the people listening right now. I'm a big movie buff, like maybe not the craziest, but I watch the same movie over and over and over and over again, same way he does. You know, it's like, we have a lot of uh, commonalities and stuff. And, and I think he's very talented. He's, he's got the imagery. I think that band, they should be bigger than what they are, to be honest. I I agree. I think, I think this is a starting point for that too. Yeah. My son, my son loves assault and batteries. The one with the Chucky song and in the Good middle, job. sounds like Toys R Us kids, like in the middle of it. There's you know, like I texted, play. you know, I texted him about that. Well, you I had th- brought that up to me. I was like, I literally was thinking that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Cause it sounds like the old commercial from Toys R Us. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And there's a million other things that I, that I can play with. And he uses that. You'll never grow up. You'll be forever six or something like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Great. And it, yeah. Uh, so and I texted him and I was now. like, I was like did you? Yeah, yeah, totally. No, <laughs> Toys R Us is existing. Yeah, they're smart. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, I thought it was a really good melody. It, fit, it fits everything because it's about a toy. It, I mean, there was a whole parody. reason. He's like, it's, a, it, it's mm-hmm. a parody. And he's like, he's all, also a lot of people, it probably go over a lot of people's heads. And if they, if they do catch it, it's just a fun little Easter egg in the, in the, in the oh, song. Brilliant. And I thought that's it was a great brilliant. Easter egg. I was like, that's brilliant, dude. That's exactly what it, you should have done with it. Yeah. Another one though, with, um, that I became a bigger fan of after being on the show was there was one uh, uh, the Trivium Matt Heafy mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. him on the show. 
And that was like three in a row, right? That they were talking about here. We had Andy, yep. Spencer, and Matt, Matt. Eiffy, and having them uh, nutted next to each other, like right in a row. I think that was like, that was a big month for us. Yeah, those <laughs> are bangers, months. dude. Yeah, it just like, it showed where our fan base is currently right now. Like we have, you know, amongst us, we have the, the, grander, the, the grander idea of this show being way more eclectic than just music, obviously, right? But we're still at that stage where when it's me as a musician talking to another musician, they tend to do a little bit better on the algorithms or however the fuck people are finding it. And those ones were really fun. And uh, talking to Matt after so after knowing him for so many years, then bringing up that big four, like it's, it stirred up a lot of conversations of like the new age, big four, what that, what that would be. And, uh, I think that was that was a really fun chat. I don't know. You still get comments on that. People still like are dropping their big four, like seeing who who they think it is. I mean, I I hope that we can look back at that one day and go like, "Hey, we actually made that happen from that." Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool. Maybe not. You're really cool. Yeah, it'd be it'd be really. The fans would love it. Yeah, especially if the tour was sponsored by Drinks with Johnny. Going back to if your we're, guests, we're making though, that kind of money to sponsor. We're now spending more money, Brandon. <laughs> Jesus. No, but going back to the eclectic guests, even if you, if you just stick into the the music category, Louis Prima Jr. was one that I did not expect to have at all. That was a great one. That, that was one that my father. I grew up on Dean Martin and Louis Prima Jr. Yeah. And when I talked to John, we're prepping for episodes, and he's got his his uh, record collection. He played that in the background. I was just like, "What the fuck are you playing?" He's like, "Louis Prima." I was like. I knew we were best friends, man, because this, this is totally my jam too. And like, it's such an odd pull, but like, like you said on the episode, so many people know that music. They just don't know who it is because mm-hmm. it's been detached, you know, this many years later. I love the cocaine story though. I, and Brandon's, <laughs> and Brandon's artwork is Dude, phenomenal. On that I, sp- <laughs> I felt like a piece of shit, but like, it was awesome. I sat here with credit cards and razor blades making that out of salt. <laughs> was it right there? Is that the it was spot right right here. here? It was right here. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was out of salt in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, you don't want to do the coke here. It's cut and fucking stomped on. That's, I didn't say you wanted to do it. I said that you probably got it cheaper than you got the salt. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than the salt. Fuck, man. No, but that was really cool. I, 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 I'm glad you brought that one up because Louis Prima Jr. was, I mean... He's a rad dude. Again, just a great guest. We're just chatting stuff and the stories he was telling about his his mom too, not just his dad, like the the whole musical family he came from, and you know the fact that you know he, he's kind of come back to music he, uh, that he was away from for so long as a as a uh, restaurant, restaurant manager, yeah. yeah, and like and was successful at it, and was just like, no, nah, I I still got this bug. I want to yeah. get back to it, and uh, and I, I I follow him and. Looks like he's still doing some really fun swing shows and stuff. And I was like, you know, I think I should just get dressed up to the nines one night and go check out one of these things. And like, just, uh, it'd be so just much go fun. Get a, go get a dirty martini and a fucking and a long cigarette and just fucking. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> it would be so much folder. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just pretend like it's the fucking the forties, fifties, sixties era of swing again. Just like, well, bro, you got the mustache. Go fucking do it. Right. I just need the hat. I need, yeah, I need that's a good it. hat. That's all you're missing, dude. Hit up Sim Gates in like 2005. You'll get one. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you got to know his hat collection is fucking insane, dude. Over the years, he gets made fun of so much for that uh, amongst us boys because he's got a serious hat collection. He's got a hat suitcase that he travels with sometimes. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the word impressive? I said that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
that's not how I, I appreciate it. I appreciate people like that who later in life like stick with their dreams and shit happens. Uh, similar to to Chris Kale, who talked about coming five feet or death punch later in his life. What was that? What was the name of that band? This is Wackerman. Wackerman. But no, he's another guest that like almost he quit music. It was like that close to quitting music. And then like, yeah, boom, right. then the break happens, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. And then other, I'm piling through here. You're just trying to get yeah. through a guest. I, I know what you're doing here. We don't have yeah. to talk about every single guest. No, I got to call it what it is. <laughs> Because usually last previously we didn't hit anybody, but I'm like, dude, I think we're gonna fucking hit everybody. We're gonna hit everyone. Here who we missing? Okay. Heidi Shepherd, Medusa. Well, uh, Heidi is from Las Vegas. That was my transition. Oh, you oh there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finally had a good segue, and you had to steal it from him. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. Heidi's rad. I love Heidi, by the way. She yeah, was, that was she cool. was a lot of fun to, cool to talk to. Yeah, because I mean, again, I know their music. Uh, you know, I think we played a couple of shows with them, but I've never really had a conversation with her. And having her on and telling her her story and the fact that she was in the Sandlot, like this is like the music is great. We talked a lot about the music and the music industry and the wine that the butcher babies make. Mm -hmm. But some of my favorite stuff was her coming from that family uh, that was a movie production family. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? I had no idea about this part of your life. What a perfect family to have and then like go into music and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to make the dopest music videos ever because we could just do it at my parents' house. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That's so cool. That's so rad. And I mean, and they do they do great imagery. I mean, this <laughs> the chronicled stories of how someone ruptured an implant and stuff is just like, it's funny to me. Like, I mean, <laughs> but she doesn't, she talks about it in such a fun way too. It's like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, it's not. Like, I, I yeah. love that. Like, is she was she was a lot of fun and, and again it was that one i remember because i I'd, I'd had dinner at the country club with my family i had a martini to warm up for that episode came home because again she was a guest that's like i want to drink but i can't drink at like 11 o'clock in the morning like you you alcoholic <laughs> and i was like okay let's do it at eight o'clock then so <laughs> fuck man you guys we only have four more left we actually piled through 40 guests at some point we got uh, old friend of yours. Speaking of old friends, we got Matt from Rev Theory. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that it was. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that was really, early. That was second episode. Yeah. Which third, third, third episode. Uh, which Heidi? Which Heidi was on a Rev Theory collaboration? Yeah, you're oh, that's old, right. Was it something rodeo? Uh, urinal, urinal rodeo. Urinal rodeo. Oh, that's a, I love how you asked me because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was urinal rodeo or some shit like that. It's I've heard it. It's a good song. I mean, when I was doing the prep for Rev Theory as well, they were. You know, I've known the Rev Theory guys for a long time, uh, and the fact that they have a different iteration. Because when we when we uh, took them out on the road years ago, they had a different singer who was just a frontman, not not like Matt, where he's a uh, uh, guitar player or bass player and singer. Is he a guitar player when he was in that band? He plays bass. Did he switch over to guitar too when he did lead vocals? I know he plays both. I can't remember now. It's three episodes into the season. I think he's yeah. a bass and singer, if I remember right. Bass and singer, yeah. right? But he was always doing the backups before, and they ha- and the singer they had before him for blanking on his name right now sounded very similar to like a, a Chris Cornell. Like he was, he had some oh. fucking pipes. So for him to step up and fill that void um, and be successful at it, I, I had a lot of lot of respect for that. And then of course, him drinking whiskey with me was a lot of fun because you know I like that part of it. But I just uh, liked it because you got you knew him. Like I, like you said, it, it helps because. 
most of these episodes, if anyone listens to like the first, you know, 15 are, are kind of just cordial. And then the real meat comes yeah. once you guys start getting to know each other, you know, and you get more of a report, just like in real life, you know? Right, right, right. But I mean, like, no, going back to that, Matt reached out to Matt, our singer, and uh, was like, hey, I heard that Johnny's got this podcast. I'd like to be on a guest. You think you'd want me on? And of course, the answer was yes. I was like, of course, we could talk about old times, you know, like we were when we were traveling together and. I, I remember that was a winter tour because there was like sometimes we they would go to the gym and we would go to the gym like when there's you're waiting around for like the daytime stuff you become a gym rat you know you got you have the runner take you to the gym and I just remember like we'd share the van we'd share the runner van with all the bands that were gonna any of the bands that had members that wanted to go to the gym we'd all go together and I just remember being like him and the singer and Matt would be there and everybody would be like such a random thing like they're we're about to go play an arena that night. But if you went to your local YMCA, you might find the entire fucking stage right, right there working out side by side. <laughs> this is funny shit, man. But yeah, that was a good, that was a good chat. What, what did we have? What, what haven't we gotten but, to yet? Well, other people who reached out to us that ended up, I mean, being good chats in my opinion, uh, I thought Chris Daughtry as a, as a dad, mm-hmm. the discord is called me dad vibes sam basically uh i do watch the mass singer with my my family and really uh daughtry like i mean full respect to what they do it at the time of my life when he was coming i was at a different point in my life but watching my mass singer hearing him sing i was like my whole family was like that guy needs to win his voice is insane That's and insane. uh having him come on and just he seems like such a nice nice dude uh all respect to his family for the the stuff they have had gone through this week, this mm-hmm. year. But um, but what, another good chat, you know. I used to look like him in high school. Oh well, right now mm-hmm. you're doing the magic of this. Let's put a side by side, please. Oh, I'll try to find a, a good picture. Oh, I'll, I'd like I'll, to see yeah, that. it's uh, I yeah, I used to get called him in high school. Really? Did you have long hair? Did he have long? No, no. Was he bald? You were bald. Though. I was bald. Oh yeah, no hair. Shave those beautiful locks. That's like a crime against humanity. Yeah, dude. I used to. I never. I never had long hair, and then I just grew it out, and then I finally just chopped it off. And now I I need some of your hair, man. (laughs) Nah, dude, it's getting thin up there. I just got to keep it. You know, beard hair. I can get you, or like, you know. Yeah, you're a hairy individual. I I have seen you with your shirt off. You're a pretty hairy man. Speaking of hairy men, let's get to our next (laughs) guest now. (laughs) All right. Speaking of a hairless chest man, we uh, uh, system of a down. Chavo. We have our second, not only our second no effects member, but we all had our second system of down member this season too. Yeah, yeah, Chavo. That was, that was again, Charlie helped out, uh, hooked that one up for me. Uh, Charlie and John. So I reached out to John uh, when I saw that, uh, uh, Shavo was releasing some more of his solo project stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, dude, maybe you want to come on and talk about it. And uh, so I, I called up John. I was like, hey, can you get me in contact with Shavo? He said, yeah, absolutely, man. So I, and then Shavo was like, oh, I, I don't control my schedule right now. Like, no disrespect. I don't control my schedule right now. There's so much shit going on. Here's Charlie's number. Make sure we get it scheduled. It took like a month to finally get it scheduled right. <laughs> no, no, nothing on Charlie's side. It was just a lot going on. And uh, it ended up being like a really funny chat because I remember I was in uh, Seattle on vacation and Shavo called me up because I texted him. I was like, 
I was going to be home. And I was like, hey, are we still good for this such and such date? So he calls me up and immediately I know, okay, that date's not going to work. <laughs> so he calls me up and he's like, dude, bro, I'm really sorry. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't do this, man. I, I want to make sure that I keep the schedule, but I, I can't, man. So we, just, we just planned this, uh, this vacation for my son. It's his birthday and we're taking him out. And I was like, oh, dude, you don't need to like go all in, into this. Like I totally get it. It's good. We'll get it when you let me know when you're ready to do it. And we'll do it. And eventually, obviously, we did it. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Chava's a, he's a great dude. You know, I, I love his 22 red stuff. Like I, I wish I was smoking more weed at the time because I would have smoked with him. But like I, I haven't been, at that time, I hadn't really been smoking in a long time. And it would be a really bad idea for me to get high on an episode because I would just be <laughs> silent. Actually, maybe oh. those people would like it. Those people who say stop interrupting. <laughs> I've seen it. No, no, you do not. Yeah, stick to drinking on the show, bud. <laughs> but to, uh, speaking of circle back to, to Jose, told us a story that I don't think we'll disclose, disclose yeah. here, but uh, Chavo is a really good dude. Like behind the scenes, that guy is, is a sweetheart, uh, yeah. it sounds like. So uh, we also had uh, two comic book people. I am the comic book fan. I really appreciate you guys uh, embracing that. You guys got wrestling. We all got our little nerdy quirks. But Johnny did a great job of doing it. We got uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, who's AEW. I love listening to all the wrestling chat between the two. And then the behind the scenes, uh, hearing from Kevin Eastman about uh, the the Ninja Turtles. Uh, the toys that made us. Yeah. The, the toys, toys that made us. Yeah. That, was that was very funny. interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, that was right off the bat because I was like, man, so I did, I, you know, I know the name, huge Ninja Turtles fan. I'm showing my son. We're going back and re-watching a bunch of these cartoons. This is before Sam says he's going to be on the show. I was like, wait, what? I'm showing Frankie the fucking original Ninja Turtles I grew up watching. Like the ones that Kevin Eastman did, you know? And I was like, that's amazing. He's going to be on. And then, uh, and then I watched The Toys That Made Us. So that was obviously the first thing I wanted to talk about. It had just come out like a couple months before. I was like, you guys, you were just on uh, Toys That Made Us. And you and uh, Blake and on the name, Sam, uh, the other creator. Why am I drawing? Uh, oh, oh uh, uh, Laird. Uh, Laird. That's right, yeah. Laird. Um, Peter. Peter, Peter Laird. Laird. Yeah, Peter Laird um, is, uh, is on The Toys That Made Us. And they make it seem like they had this falling out. You know, on the toys. Or it was like the first time they they've talked yeah. in years and stuff. Yeah. He's like, no, that's all bullshit. <laughs> no, he's like, we've been we talk all the time. Like he's one of my best friends. <laughs> They're like, uh, I don't know if you know about the Turtle Empire we have that we uh, make shit ton of money on. Yes, we talk a lot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that was a cool episode. That was like one of my favorite episode skins I made because I like recreated the turtle lair and put you guys like in there. And it was yeah. that was like one of my favorite ones to do. So dude, I love yeah. I love your ear skins, dude. When they the new ones pop up, I'm just like, oh fuck yeah. It's so fun to see. You can, you can always like, tell if I have a lazy week though, because I'll I'll recycle. <laughs> um, but I always dude, I always try to make like each one unique, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now the next guest that sees that, they're gonna be like, Oh fucking I guess I'm chopped liver. This <laughs> Brandon got drunk on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, man. We also uh we got three more winding down. This is like the countdown. It's like, I don't know years. if my math is really well, but you said there was four more <laughs> yeah. a while ago. And now you're telling me there's three more. <laughs> don't do me. I won't do the alphabet backwards either. Wait, can we guess? Can we guess <laughs> who they are? Oh, I like this that. Okay. Ooh. So there's let me make three? sure there's only three. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. I know okay. One. Go ahead and guess. I know one. Okay. What is it? Uh, Jesse Leach. Oh that yeah, was, that was the next one I was going to talk switch. about. Kill switch, yeah, kill switch and uh, uh, moments of grace. Yeah. Uh, 
that was a really fun one. I, I'm glad he's his Stoke the Fire podcast seems to be doing really well. Uh, we got to talk about that. And at that time, there were only like four or five episodes deep, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Him and Matt Stocks. Um, and, if anyone uh, checks it out, by the way, let me interrupt you. Check out the episode with the singer of uh, Agnostic Front. I always mm-hmm. heard about Agnostic Front growing up. Uh, East Coast, we've talked. You've talked to guests about about East is more hardcore, and and California and West Coast is more like poppy punk. Growing up in our generation, uh, Agnostic Front was a little too hard for me, but they had the singer on, and I think we need to have him on as a future guest. In fact, John, I, I recommend you check that out. He sound he's this dude from Jersey, hard accent, doesn't doesn't bite his tongue. If anyone needs to check out that Stoke Your Fire podcast, check out that episode. It was really good. Absolutely. Well, yeah, Jesse, for me having Jesse on, um, I don't think we got too much into it, but I remember, uh, alive or just breathing, um, literally came out and was like the anthem of the year before I joined the band of bench sevenfold. Like I was kill switch engaged alive or just breathing was like my favorite record at the time. I was uh, just coming into my senior year in high school and when, when I discovered it and, um, alive or just breathing, just such a, there's so many great songs on that one front to back. Like that's one that I, that's a metal record that I can go back to and know. And I forget how well I know it. You know what I mean? You ever do that with albums where yeah. you're like, mm-hmm. you go back and you're like, you forgot, you forgot, but it comes right back. You're like, you can sing every note as it's happening. And then, uh, you know, obviously through the years, getting to know some of this uh, kill switch dudes um, on festival dates and stuff like that. I can't believe we've never actually done a proper tour with them to be honest. But, um, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned Stay thirsty and stay filthy as fuck. I think yeah, people would eat that up. You guys yeah. Maybe one day. I mean, I'm sure there is a lot of reasons, politics, money, all that shit is, yeah. gets in the way sometimes and stuff. But, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of Kill Switch. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see that uh, Jesse even from this episode to now, you can see like in his posts and stuff, he's, he's in a really good spot where I feel like for a long time, I mean, that was one of the things like I remember just hearing about in kill switch, like when he left the band and Howard Johnson came in and, and stuff, it was like, I was like, why did he leave? Like he was, he was one of the main reasons why I lo- loved kill switch so much. Cause it's such a unique voice and being able to go back and forth between this really super clean voice to this rad screaming voice of different, like, and it was, it was a really cool transition. And then um, I remember he, I, I, I remember hearing that he was like, he'd gone Christian or something like that, which I, I turned out to be a rumor with no, with no gas. And a couple other rumors came out about why he'd left the band. And then, you know, the reassurgence of him coming back over the last, I mean, now it's been probably 10 years that he's been back. I don't even remember how long he's been back now, but uh, it, it, it's just really cool to get a conversation with someone and kind of learn what was going on. I mean, he was going, he was, he was in a toxic relationship for a lot of years mm-hmm. and uh, now, and now he's not, he's really happy and, and uh, doing his thing. Kill switches back out on the road. Um, see, see him posting about that, which is really happy for the dudes. Well, it's one of those things with podcasting and, and social media, like there's so much negative stuff, but at the same time, there's so much positive too of, 
I mean, when we were kids, I mean, look at Kurt Cobain or whatever, who's going through his own shit. We're just looking at this and then what happened happened. But you don't really hear the behind the scenes. The fact that people now have a platform to talk out of like depression or, hey, look at, I was going through a toxic relationship too. Like, you're not alone. Like, I mean, I mean, we're in an environment where we get to meet these people and stuff like that. And the hero worshiping kind of gets down lower. But those in like areas who might not, you know, they idolize these people, but don't realize that they're actually real people. The fact that now we can humanize people a little bit more is kind of nice, you know, to say, yeah. hey, you're not alone. People are all going through shit, you know, no matter Absolutely. what. So that was, that was refreshing. And, and it's cool that he's doing that. Uh, instead of kicking people's asses like their next two guests I'm going to bring up. Uh, uh, yeah, I know who they are. <laughs> I know who they are. Uh, I, I, I didn't get that one. The last Actually, two we got is uh, Kel- Kelly and... Uh, Irene. Irene. Oh, yeah. Two great fighters, two, two ass-kicking champions, and two fantastic conversations in my book. Uh, yeah, I agree, man. Kelly Pavlik was a cool one because growing up here in Newcastle, right? Youngstown is a thrown still what stones throw throw. away <laughs> whiskey. Stone's How's that booze going? Yeah, yeah, it's getting me. <laughs> I like how the pro Johnny is the only one that's not slurring at this point. <laughs> oh, I'm I, I'm almost done with this bottle of champagne. I'm definitely feeling it. I've just oh, I, this I isn't my this is not my first you, time podcasting drunk, so we're good. True. Oh, I'm gonna pull your Valentine's Day, go downstairs and have my wife yell at me that we're going to light parade and I'm gonna be it was, mo- it was Mother's Day, but yeah. close enough. Yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> the last episode I did with you, I got trashed, and it was the Irene Aldana episode. So we're right that on was, track. That was good because you had the balls to ask her how many kids she could beat up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you were joking before we went on that one, and I was like, because we just we had done it a, a couple episodes, I think, at that point where you co-hosted with me, Brandon. Right. And it was like. And I was listening to her on another podcast, and I was like, "Man, that's that'd be really good rapport if we had a had a third talking head in here. I think that would really help the conversation." On and obviously it did. But before we went live, you were like, "Dude, I'm going to ask her like how many like kindergartners she could beat up," and I was like, "Dude, don't do that." <laughs> but in hindsight, I'm so glad you did because she just took it with stride. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, dude. She just went with it. She's like kindergartners. We're like, yeah, little kids, little kids. How many? <laughs> what did she say? Did she even answer? I can't remember. She didn't give know, the exact was, number, but she's she was she was counting her cats. Yeah, I love Irene though. She's such a she was such a rad, gracious guest. Out. So I've been trying to send her a box of drinks with Johnny and Avenge Sevenfold merch since she's been on the show, and through customs and everything, getting to Mexico, it's just not working. We get it sent back every time, and I'm oh, like, fuck. I don't know really? what to do now. And she's like, well, maybe you could just get it to my manager and he could get it to me. So I'm going to go into this, uh, into the, I mean, how, how long ago was that episode? Yeah, that was working on ago. getting it to then. We should update that box by now. Like, yeah, <laughs> put new stuff in there. <laughs> Give her a golden ticket. Give her a golden <laughs> ticket. <laughs> All of that. Dude, that's what, you should just start sending those out to people, getting people's addresses. <laughs> Send the golden tickets. We have like 20 extra. How mad would our fans be though? If I just give it to the guests of the show. <laughs> Is this cutting? Are we cutting this part? No, fuck no, no. We're keeping this is this. definitely going on. I this mean, is... to be fair, Bart or uh, or uh, the berries are the ones throwing it out. We have no idea who. Yeah, we have, who gets yeah, it. We have no, no control. We no. No it's, control. it's very much at random. It's very much at random. But no, having Irene was really cool. I mean, that was I was at my brother's house watching the UFC that she was on, and everyone like, and we couldn't hear it because I was in my brother's garage. On the he has like a big projector in his garage, and we we're watching the 
watching the damn thing. But we had the volume turned down because we're all talking and drinking, just hanging out, me and a couple of my brothers. And then I get these texts from a couple of other friends like, did you just hear what Irene Aldana just came out to? Like, it's your version, your the Avenged Sevenfold version of uh, Malagenia Celerosa. And I was like, awesome. We got to have her on the show. And then two seconds goes by and she just demolishes the other chick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, definitely got to have her on the show. No disrespect to the other, fi- other fighter because by looking at him, I'll, full disclosure, when they were both coming out to the ring, I thought Irene was going to get her ass kicked. The other chick looked mean. I don't remember her name now, but she looked mean. And then I was, she handled her. She handled her pretty quickly too. And I was like, all right, this chick's awesome. I can't, and I really hope she gets the uh, title belt here soon. Um, I, I haven't been able to see, I, I haven't seen that she's had one yet, but I know she was climbing up the rankings. Um, she was like the number two on the list at that point. So she's got to be up to number one now. She's got to get that title shot. So does she have to come out to your song from now on because we've put the pressure on her? Or what? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I hope so. No, yeah. she was fun. She was funny too, man. Just talking about her cats and she's like cats and bats. And cats she had, like, and bats. Story bats. Right. I, it was, it was oh, a fun conversation. So but Kelly I've known for a long time. Like Kelly actually uh, came out um, when we were in Ohio sometime um, when we were on the Buck Cherry and Avenged uh, co-headlining tour. And they had... Uh, Crazy bitch was a huge. I love that song. Back Smash and backcountry yeah. was still was still doing its thing this was years ago, was, and that was such a fun tour. But uh, Josh Todd from Buck Cherry was boxing and was into Kelly Pavlik, and P- Kelly came out to the show and started uh, training with a couple of the dudes, and and I still talk. I, w- I was watching uh, uh, one of the last pay per views, the the Canelo pay per view, uh, um, his last bout, and I was texting with. Uh, Kelly Pavlik and another friend of the show, Virgil Ortiz, and we had a little bet. We had a three-way bet going. So then I called them, and we were watching it. We were all on a phone call, a mixed phone call, watching it together. Because each of us had Canelo winning the fight, obviously, but we had it. We were picking different rounds, mm-hmm. and uh, Virgil ended up winning. So I, I owe him a base. I said, <laughs> but uh, nice. it was just. What would he give you? What was the return? Yeah. <laughs> I forget. No, that we all put up some fun stuff. I don't remember what it was now because I was drinking, but it was. I think you it was also be said like that you're going to spend five thousand dollars on a house. Mm, this is the idea I want to get to. That's a good wrap up. Sorry, finish yeah. your Kelly. Yeah, this is the good wrap up. up. Okay. Well, okay, well, anyways, Kelly Patrick, very good friend of the show. Talk to him all the time, um, and uh, yeah, he's he's such a great boxer, such a phenomenal boxer, and like I loved when he was talking about. Um, him being on Joe Rogan's podcast a few years ago. And he was like, cause I just, I just said that shit. I was never coming out of retirement. Like he, 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 he like, <laughs> yeah, he, he alluded to the fact he's like, I was just fucking around. Dude. He's, I just wanted to see what would happen if I told people I might come out of retirement is that uh, I had no, no desire to come out of retirement. Even then now ever is I'm fucking retired for life. <laughs> but he made it, he made the buzz on Joe Rogan's podcast for it. It was, I was like, that's fucking funny, dude. Yeah. That's great. That was a good one. And as a guy who doesn't know enough about boxing, like he kept it simple and it was, it's entertaining for anybody to listen to. They like, right. hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool one, man. Like the local rock station here is in Youngstown, right? So growing up in high school, literally every radio ad you hear was for the ghost Kelly fucking Pavlik, right? And like his fights and how he's the champion. So it was cool to like see that come like full circle now and you have him on the show. Like that was, that was really cool. What did he call his back stamp? 
Uh, is <laughs> uh, the champ stamp. The champ stamp. Yeah. The champ stamp because he's got the Ben Somerfold piece on his back. It's fucking <laughs> rad. <laughs> That's great. All right, so let's talk about that idea, and we'll we'll, we'll put a bow on this uh, recap of uh, season three. I'm still into this idea. I don't know why you're poo-pooing it, Sam. I think it's a good idea. And here, here's how we preface it. It'll be like, like the sticks on the golf course episode where it's like you out of the element doing another thing. Sam, just go ahead. Well, this all started yesterday. We were texting as we normally do. And our, oh, I got low battery. Can you hear me? Yeah, we okay, can. So there you go. All right. Sorry. Um, and I was like, hey, because... I, I don't know if some of the diehards have heard the balcony talk. So, so Johnny's got this balcony right off of his, his man cave where the, the bar is. And over there he smokes and we all just hang out and drink. And that's usually where the night kind of the deep talks happen. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about uh, my past is in construction and stuff like that. And then he said, he'd always want to flip houses. I was like, Oh, I didn't, we have money in our retirement plan. We'll start flipping houses. And I just started the text chain with with Brandon on it too, and just saying, "Oh, what's when are we gonna do our flipping show where we just have John drunk, thinking you know he can do it and flipping the house, uh, <laughs> like flipping under the influence or some shit like that." And then yeah. it just kept snowballing the rest of the day. It did. Or it was a call. We were talking. It was right? a call. Yeah, we were on a call. Yeah, we were calling. Yeah. This okay. was yesterday, Sam. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I literally never drink. Did. I never drink anymore. And you guys got me doing it. So but he's hammered. This is awesome. I, I love the idea. I think it's a great <laughs> concept. And like, let's do an episode where you, you demo Both a house. You are hammered. This is awesome. I'm the most sober one I could tell. This is a, this, this is, is a rarity. Yeah. Yeah, this video. is fantastic. <laughs> now I'll, I'll I'll follow up, but don't worry, guys. I got yeah. this. So the idea <laughs> Take the host. came came up <laughs> Take the host, that we would that we would uh that we would do this flipping of houses. And then Brandon said out there not too far from where he lives in April due to some, uh, some, they have some a tax weird sale. clauses, a, ta- a tax sale. You could buy a house for like $5,000. And it got me, th- and I was like, dude, then we could do our flipping house idea. Like we could at least do the demo and like do episodes out of it. Have like friends like Darby come in and just like film like some ridiculous stuff, just breaking down. Demoing in a crazy way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So that was the, that was, and I was like, I'm, to, I'm totally on board for that. And I still am. If you, if you follow through with that, I'm totally on board with that. It, I think, I think it would be worth something there. And then the idea, I don't know if you were still on the call anymore, Sam, but then the idea came to me that was like, well, what if we actually made this a charitable thing? Like, what if we film, we use it, we put forth the money, we, we demolish the house, we do whatever. And then we actually build like a nice house and give it to a family in need. Like, what if we were able to do that? Like, is this the story of our entire podcast hmm. where I fucking said we could give it to a family? <laughs> and then later you think about it and you're like, you know what we should do? We should give this to a family in need. <laughs> Did you say that before? Yes. I said, or we could like do it and then we could donate it as like a, I mean, my mine was more like a, we could write it off as a tax thing to oh, yeah. give it to someone in need, but. Uh, yeah. No, my idea is way better. And way yours better. is actually from the heart. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, mine's. Well, then it got me thinking about it in total seriousness. I kept talking to Brandon about it. I was like, I really like this idea with the five thousand dollar house. It's probably in a bad location, whatever. But like, 
And instead of doing like the flip your houses they used to do, and it's all the horror stories of the houses costing them so much money they couldn't do it or falling apart because they slapped it together in fucking 30 days. Like, let's build something real. Let's, why don't we, why wouldn't we build something real in a good spot, do something real? I was like, well, if we get to a point where all of us are just, you know, doing really well and there's something we can do front the money for or even start a kickstarter now that i'm thinking about it right now do something along those lines where we could actually do that i think you know obviously it wouldn't be the funny part would be us filming the the demolition then we'd bring in a real crew to actually build the fucking house obviously oh, yeah. and we do it and we do it right like none of this thrown together slap shit together for tv look like right. we do it real and especially after what's gone on in the last couple of years that the economy is not bouncing back. I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, it's not just going to all of a sudden bounce back and these people are going to be fine again. It's, there's going to be a lot of, as there is every 10 years, back to the Trevor Moore episode, he mentioned, feels like every 10 years, something catastrophic happens. Well, something catastrophic has happened mm -hmm. and there's going to be a lot of people who might need something and we can have fun doing something at the same time, really give back to the community. And maybe it's not this iteration of the idea, but I really hope that we can get to a point where we can do this for, for real, and um, and not for a tax write-off purposes or anything like that. Just because it would be, it would first of all it would be fun to demo a house with you guys. First of all, just like drunken demo a house, like to operate a bobcat and like take some shit down, like fucking, that would be a lot of fun. And I know we have a lot of our friends of the show that would show up to help us out do this. You know, I think it would be, I think it could be something that we, in the future, that we can really, really put some, some ideas together for. And uh, we make it part of the podcast, make it part of the show or make it its own thing. I don't really know yet, but we definitely film it and have fun doing it, you know, and then just gift it, you know? I think, I think it's a great idea. That's my background before when I, you know, it was working on my hands, flipping houses and working for other people, making money, flipping houses. And that's kind of why we talked about it. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I mean, I, I said the other thing, but that was kind of where this started, right? Was right. let's have a lot of fun and rather than just leave it a shit show behind, if we could actually fix it up to actually give it to someone to enjoy, that'd be really cool. And at that price point, I mean, if you can make someone else's life a little bit better, why wouldn't you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Or even if this one works out, like I said, there's, yeah. there's, there's some good ideas there, man. There's some really good ideas here. I think the part that we yeah. definitely all agree on, though, is Johnny getting drunk and demoing this house. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lock. That has to happen, right? Uh, DUI, demo yeah. under the influence. That's what's, uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and on that note, we wrap up this episode of Drinks with Johnny, season three recap. Uh, that's That last little part, I just want to let you guys know. That's legit. That's yeah. that's this. This is the way that we talk. This is the way that we t get on the phone calls to each other and come up with these ideas. I can promise you that we come from the heart. I cannot promise that we will follow through. We <laughs> will try. We we always have great ideas and we try to follow through with as many of them as we can. The good right, ones. Let's see on it. We try to follow through ones. with the good ones. Because <laughs> they got a lot I on this board. There's actually a category that says, "I don't even fucking know," and we don't follow through with those ones. <laughs> <laughs> but those are i mean that's just a little insight to the way that this team works and i'm so happy that you guys are part of this with me i love you guys so much you guys are my brothers you guys make this shit happen for me um and i really appreciate you and i really hope that we can mix an idea like that and some of the other ones that we've had 
um, really come to fruition. I, I, I know we can, and I know we will. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, we'll just keep trekking along and having fun with what we do and hanging out just like this and uh, on to the new year. Right, guys? Hey, yeah, I'm ready for some more fun. Thank you for everything. You and all the listeners. Yes, thank you, everyone, dude. Um, everyone on our Discord, everyone on YouTube, everyone following us on every platform. Thank you guys so much for the support and the continued support because it means so much. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers to uh, the end of the year. Cheers to the new year and the new season four of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, As we said, we got season four rolling right around the corner. Super excited about that. But next week, I'm going to be putting together some of my favorite moments from my punk rock guests, from guys like, uh, like Noodles from The Offspring and Fat Mike from No Effects and Lars Fredrickson from Rancid. I mean, I've got, we, we actually have had some great punk rock guests, and I can't wait to go back through there. I'm going to find some of my favorite moments, put them all together, uh, fill you guys in on a little bit of backstory to each uh, segment and why I chose it. It's going to be a great episode for me to put together, and I hope you guys enjoy that. Make sure, you're, again, you guys are subscribed and following us everywhere. Go support us by uh, heading over to drinkswithgiant.com and keep this machine going because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So uh, until next time, as always, cheers. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.